Hello, everybody. This is Denadra Akshan, and welcome to Podcasting My Daughter. Today's episode that I'm going to talk nonstop about is problematic people. Problematic people. Jackasses of the world. Look, I'm just a regular person. I'm just a regular Danny. But I feel like I have something, which is that I don't fuck things up for others. I don't text while driving because I don't want to crash into someone. I don't cheat people because they work hard to have nice things. I think about others when looking for issue management. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect, but I try to be a regular Danny. Like, just a little bit of thought process about how my actions will change what happens if I do things one way or another. It's actually really simple, right? There's a lot of problematic people in the world. The jerks, the jackasses, the bullies. It's likely always been this way, and it is very slowly getting better, at least it is to my positive mindset. Now, usually I don't get too bothered by people because I know there's many types in the world, but occasionally I'll see someone on the airplanes and their ringer goes off once we're departing up in the air and they actually answer the phone. They say, hi, oh, I'm on the airplane. We're actually leaving right now. Okay, I'll talk to you soon, bye-bye. And you know, I'm thinking, you jackass. After so many times for the pilot and the attendants to say to turn off your phone or put it down airplane mode until we get flying at the steadily into the air levels kind of era. Like, they're so arrogant. They're so stupid. One or the other, I don't like them. And these are the ones that they can't be arsed to put their phone on airplane mode when told it's for the safety of every life on the plane. They need to be tended to like children, like babies. But even babies understand simple directives like don't do this, do this. It's literally simple things that people who read and have thinking skills past the two-year-olds can do. We have the best, we have the brightest out there now fighting to save our kind, but we have to adhere to the lowest denominator to keep the species going forward, just in case. Now, here's the rub. Without a mass self-genocide, can we continue on knowing that everyone is not a contributor? Is there meaning to having Neanderthals in the current era and beyond? Are they even relevant in today's world? Will we still need these types in the future? And that brings up another question. Should we be contributors? Does living a life mean having contributed? To me, I feel it's necessary. I honestly can't imagine living a life that does and is not bringing value to and of the reality we share. It's like that saying, leave it better than you found it. I truly enjoy thinking about leaving this world behind in better condition. And I mean that as the people, the places, the things of this world. And by the way, I am hoping I won't actually leave this world. I hope that I'm going to be one of those people that makes it to 2030 and gets to live forever. I want to be immortal. I would love that. Uh, cheers to that. And it makes me wonder, are we actually going forward fast enough? Is a brisk walk or a crawl towards that utopia actually okay? Am I just being impatient? Or is everything actually going on time? Is there any use in trying to speed things up? Well, you know me, I want to go fast. To quote Ricky Bobby, I want to go fast. So do we need regret in life? Do we need the problems to solve? The problems are something of a hindrance to why we aren't going forward at breakneck speeds. You know, we have a head and a tail. Can we chop off the tail and still be just as strong? What if we chop off just a little bit of the tail? You know, we do that for what? Uh, our pets, right? They seem fine. It's for their health and our health, right? So what if we chop off just a little bit of the tail? I wonder. I wonder about these things a lot. I didn't know I was going to be a writer and a philosopher. I thought I was going to make some Spielberg-type movies and drive around in a Lamborghini, live in a fancy gated mansion, just enjoy being a fucking cunt. But the truth is, I'm a different kind of cunt. I started writing about big guns and explosions and 
big muscle bound men beating the shit out of each other. And that's cool, but it got old. It got old really fast. Just like those muscle bound men are now. They're all fucking old now and their muscles gone, but then they just wear suits and to hide it. Charlie, I'm sure you're wondering, what am I on? Well, I drink a lot of tea, if that's what you're asking. And to the audience listening, I'm on that progressive dynamic. I don't like standing still. I need to do things, big or small, I need to accomplish. I've tried not to, and I've tried fucking all off just to not do it, but the absolute truth is I have to solve problems. Out in the world, my own problems, it's every problem out there I like to try solving it. It's kind of my ultimate goal, not to have any problems anymore. I just imagine just a wonderful life for everybody and we all just live and dance and sing and do all sorts of fun stuff as a life and these people that are the dummies of the world they are problems most have no clue they are the dummies though and i know i'm a dummy all right i think knowing you're a dummy is the first part of the solution it's letting go of those ideas that you're this great being that you're the king that you're a queen you're just you it's letting go of ego it's saying hey I'm a fuck up and it's because of my fuck ups prior generations ago and so on. And I'm likely going to continue being a fuck up, but I will make improvements to my fuck ups every single day I wake up. It's a choice. It's another chance to make things right. And from there, I may have the chance to solve not only my problems, aka my fuck ups, but also guide others to do the same. And then together we can all be problem solvers. You see what I'm saying? You can be a dummy and be beautiful. You can be a failure and still have some wins. If you're a dummy listening, I'm pretty sure all of you are because we all have the same space dust in us. What I have to say to you, it's never too late to stop being problematic. You can turn the page, you can flip the coin, you can open another door. This new, the younger generation that can't be bothered by people making life tougher for the rest of us is what I'm hoping to achieve with what I'm talking about. Hopefully the younger generation is listening to this and they don't think I'm just some old guy off my rocker yelling at the clouds. Anonymously, anonymity, alignment by these incredible life hackers, they're staying out of the public eye of who they actually are. See, that's power. That's sanity. That's the good of people on their own and in their groups. Now, there's also the types that hide from the public eye instead of just staying out of it, right? If you're in the public eye, just go ahead and be public. Just tell your life, it doesn't matter. Here's the thing with anonymity. The old days of AOL usernames, I grew up with that. So I've understood it. And truthfully, I've participated in it. One as the antagonist and two as a guide to greatness. These days, it's a lot less antagonizing, you know, but the 9gag, the Redditors and those types of sites, they are still there. They have the pseudonyms and about half the time, it's a lot of racist, sexist, homophobic content by those that feel they aren't heard. But really, they're just not paid attention to, except for others that want to start some sort of war. I don't want to deal with any of those people, so I just want to come up with a better solution to mass mouth speaking about nothing on and on and on again. So what's my advice? So here's my vision. We systematically educate, empower, and guide everyone to do what's needed for this utopia. Okay, these people, they hear the music, they watch the TV shows, they read the books. They, yes, we get them to read books. They don't even know they're enjoying these books. We put it in comic book forms, whatever. We put it in single panel comics. They read the little thing. Because most people read, you know, there are illiterates out there, but for the most part, most people read, they just don't want to read a, you know, huge, thick book. So you give them small doses of everything, right? They whisper among themselves and eventually, without them knowing, we make them one of us. 
So it's assimilation. So it's the opposite of a genocide or a planned extinction of all humans, which is what problematic people is, is the beginning of. It's the opposite of all that. It's a strengthening of a muscle that isn't used. And hopefully there hasn't been atrophy in that muscle. And we don't collapse the civilization. We grow it. We strengthen it. We turn problems into solutions. What am I doing myself? Well, for one, I made this podcast. It's to get you, the listener, to think and The more of us that think, the more of us that can come up with the brightest ideas to keep problems at bay. All you have to do is not be one. And the first step is realization that you are one. You're a dummy. Then you can begin the healing. I want to thank you for listening to my solutions to problematic people. I hope you have a great day. Go out there and be the best you can be.